Hello, everyone. This is your always tactful host, Pendy. And this is Paul, also known as Eastex Twitch. Time to zoom on out of here. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where's the rest of the episode? What are you talking about? We just finished it. Are you sure about that? Where is it? Uh, um, I don't see it anywhere. Um, you did press the record button, didn't you? Um, Pendy, whoops. I can't believe you did this again. Again? I don't know what you're talking about. I would never. Don't play innocent with me. You know as well as I that we had two guests on the show to record that manga-focused episode, and you forgot to press the record button. <laughs> Uh, uh, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it was a good conversation, though, right? We we can call the practice run. Yeah, that's it. Tut, don't make me caprice you again. Ah, well, yeah, that, that was my bad. We may be joking around about our episode now, but I really did forget to press the record button on our manga episode. I still get mopey when I think about it. Luckily, our guests were very gracious and we'll do a redo of the manga episode sometime in August, I guess. Look forward to it. I'll even press the record button this time. With Pendy sufficiently chastised, I'll go ahead and welcome our audience to Tactfully Die, a Slime Time podcast spinoff that covers just about everything in the world of Dragon Quest, The Adventure of Die, and the Dragon Quest Tact mobile game. That's right. We'll talk about the latest and greatest with Dragon Quest Tact first. Good. I'm down to talk some tact. Now... Quite a lot has happened in Tact since we last talked. We went through the 1.5 year anniversary in Dragon Quest IX, uh, which we're still in the middle of a, with Dragon Quest IX. How were your 1.5 anniversary pulls? Well, all of the pulls associated with that event, we streamed them in our guild Discord, or at least nice. the cool, yeah, the cool members of the guild Discord streamed them. Awesome. Yeah, and so that was kind of a fun social experience for us. And from the 48-hour banners, what did I get? I know that I got Rapthorn, which mm. was new, you know, not yeah. Awakened, but at least I got him. Yeah, I don't have him yet. That's nice. Right on. I got a third heart for Nocturnus and mm. a second heart for Slime Tank, and that was just from the 48-hour pulls. I think with a third heart for Nocturnus, I think that's when he starts doing uh, auto-recovery every turn. Yes, he gets, right. he gets a bit of healing, which is nice. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, and then we also had the 10 free 10 pulls, and several of us saved our tickets all the way until the end. So from those, I got Nocturnus Heart 4, mm. Slime Tank Heart 3, Alina Heart 3, Malroth Heart 4, Warthog Heart 4. Did I? Malroth Heart 4, is that right? No, I didn't get Malroth. I got Zoma Heart 4, my bad. Warthog uh, Heart 4, which is the one where he gets the resistance that he yeah. needs for certain tasks. And I got a new dimensional dragon. So oh, that's that's awesome because I heard from someone who's somewhat familiar with the Japanese game that the dimensional dragon is going to get a blossom where he will be able to uh, he'll have an increase in some of his attacks, but more importantly, he'll be invincible for the first few rounds, kind of like a uh, dual magus. From physical attacks or from everything? Can't Phys be everything, just, right? uh, just physical, I think. I believe, kind of like dual magus is and how fallen angel uh, Corvus is. The same kind of concept. Yeah, that would certainly be nice. And I don't have a lot of the S-rank dragons. Like, I didn't get either of the two newest ones, for instance. And I mm. previously didn't have Dimension. I didn't have Forest Dragon. 
So let's talk about one of those guys now. How did you do on those event pulls? Well, not too bad. Uh, I pulled on all of the 48-hour banners at least a few times. Probably some of my best pulls from those were a knock and a Vera dupe. Uh, I also got a pull of Dual Magus finally. I hadn't had him before, so I was very happy about that. Hey, yeah. Yeah, I had. I also had enough Demon Crystals to get a dupe for him to activate his physical invincibility powers too, which is you know the best part about him. Yeah, very good and, to have. Oh yeah, definitely. And I also got a Barbarous, uh, who is a fantastic exam unit. But my best pulls were getting Fallen Angel Corvus. I really wanted to get him. He's one of the most highly rated uh, characters. Uh, still in Japan. I got lucky with him uh, by getting him on a paid pull, too. Congrats on that. I did get him from the paid pull myself. Nice. And I've put, since then, 10 additional 10 pulls into trying to get a duplicate and no mm. such luck. So I'm probably uh. going to have to spend 15,000 more gems to get the second one, mm-hmm. which is annoying. But at least there's a way to get it. So in addition to that, we had fig farming going on during one of these events so how are you doing with that oh pretty good uh so we talked about it i think a a little bit last time how i was kind of hesitant whether i wanted to kind of go all out for it or not but i decided to you know the heck of it uh, i'm gonna go all out for it so i did if like i said at first i was hesitant because you know uh going past those gem refills that were more than 60 gems each i was like i don't know if i want to do this but i decided to yell rollo and go all the way up through the 150 gem refills. I'm getting a fair amount of mysterious maps to get those fixed for it. And, uh, you know, essentially, I'm really getting figgy with it. Wow. I've only ever dipped into the most expensive stamina refills once a long time ago. I just can't do it anymore. Also, your figgy joke begs for a slapping. Hi, wow. Hey, hey, hey. Get your already outdated Oscars joke out your mouth. Look who's talking. Anyway. The real prize of this event is clearly the B-rank unit, Dark Paul. Don't I know it. So how has Arena gone for you? Well, let's see. In the current guild battle thing that's going on, my my guild started out with a couple of obstacles. We had two people who failed to sign up for the the guild tournament. That's very bad, and it puts us at a disadvantage during every matchup. So, um, And then we, one of the guys, he apologized profusely which is good and the other guy just left the guild without explanation after <laughs> we asked him what was up so that guy really sucks and man i'm tempted to uh to kick him out of the facebook group but i don't want to overstep my bounds but he sucks he knows who he is yeah not a, not a not a good time to just get up and leave like hey here's the guild tournament bye uh, yeah okay <laughs> i mean afterwards sure but like yeah and and basically I mean, he just left the no explanation. It's just rude. You know, like he had two. he could talk to me on Discord or Messenger. He chose neither instead to just be a jerk. That's a real shame. But despite those setbacks, because we still haven't found. Oh, yeah, he was one of our highest CP earners, too. Not the very highest, but but he spent a lot. And so his help is already making it harder for us to stay in the top 20 like we prefer to do. Yeah. But anyway, we have so far won each day's guild matches, so that's a good thing. You know, even being down a couple people, if you get matched up against the right guilds, it doesn't matter so much. So besides that, we have the the regular arena. I know I've lost one day, I think, maybe at the end of next week. I mean, last week, sorry. But other than that, they, they've all been fine. I was really tired that one day when I lost the match, too. I just wish I had waited until I felt better. Uh. But anyway. Anyway, how's your arena going? Oh, pretty good. 
I mean, I've mostly uh, been doing pretty well in regular arena. I'm always, you know, I'm still always chasing the elusive gold trophy, but then losing a character here and there, and it ruins it for me. So, for example, last week I ranked 147, which, you know, that's that, that doesn't do it because you got to get in the top 50. It's good, though. Um, yeah, no, it's still pretty good. Uh, and I forget what week it was. It was maybe a few weeks ago, but, man, I had a horrible one where I even lost a couple of fights, which I usually never do. So I forget what week it was, but man, I had a horrible one where I even lost a couple of fights. Uh, ever since then, I've been undefeated, though. Uh, the big news, however, is that the Dragon's Den Guild I'm a part of actually won a qualifying match. All right. Yeah, I was super excited. And it all came down to the last fight, too. Like, we barely won it, but hey, we won it. Congrats to you guys on that. Have thank you, you. Thank you. As a guild, do you do any Discord streaming with your fights or no? No, we don't do any Discord streaming. We do have strategy talk about like, hey, you, you, can you get this guy? I'll get this guy and some of that. But no, we don't do any streaming. Not, not as of yet. Well, you know, it takes a little bit of figuring out, like a few minutes of figuring out for each person to stream their stuff. But it really pays off. I don't know. Maybe we should make that a tip of the day one day. But oh, yeah. like if you can get people to do it and have a few people there who know what they're doing to offer advice and such, then it's just so helpful. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's a possibility. I remember back with uh, Dragon Quest of the Stars, sometimes I would uh, stream our fights, our multiplayer fights in the Discord, and that was fun. How cool. Now then, before we get into the die portion of the show, it's time for the aforementioned tact tip of the day. Tip of the day. Did you know that you can use the Reminiscence Battle Roads to get free level ups for some of your best s rank characters? That's right, tacticians. Especially with rank 8 upon us now, this can save you a ton of resources for leveling up S-level characters such as Alina, Dragonlord, Queen Slime, and much more. Don't miss out on these free level-up opportunities. That's amazing! That was our tact tip of the day! Tip of the day! Now let's get into some die. Wait, aren't you forgetting something? I, I don't think so. About a certain hero? Oh, the new Shazam trailer from Comic-Con? Man, I still have to watch that. But no. You bubble slime for brains. The new tact announcement. Oh, yeah. A blossom for Zoma, finally. I mean, that's cool, too. But no, think of this. A hero appears. Command? Oh, throw all my gems at it. We are joking around, but wow, we are actually going to get the Erdrick slash Roto from Dragon Quest Three. Yes, and there's a really good Japanese commercial about it, live action commercial. Anyway, this will be the first main hero that we've gotten from a numbered Dragon Quest game intact right now we can get all the main heroes from all the games when they revisit them me i'm personally looking forward to the hero of eight he's one of my favorite designs how about you anyone but the hero from 11 who has the <laughs> worst hair ever okay i wouldn't mind getting him as a, a free unit intact or whatever but still so Erdrick will be awesome and getting the male and female heroes from part four would also be really cool yeah, or even just getting the the man or the female Erdrick from three, that'd be nice too. Oh yeah. But yeah, maybe we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but uh, yeah, oh, in the commercial that you mentioned, we had mentioned that in another Slime Time episode. But I'll put that in the sl- uh, the show notes for this episode as well, in case people here haven't seen it yet. It's very funny. Yeah, it's worth a watch. But super exciting news! Now it's really time for die. Every episode. Of this podcast, we review two episodes from the newest Dragon Quest The Adventures of Die anime. From time to time, we will also do reviews of the manga, 
when I remember to record the episode, upcoming die news, and maybe even a little bit about the merchandise as well. We'll know we've hit it big when they start sending us merchandise for free. Ooh. Anyway, please continue. First, we have episode 11, Yunkle the Dark Swordsman. In this episode, Dai and his party battle the Dark Army Legion Commander Hyunkle. Who will win between this clash of students of Avon? Dai and his hetero life partner Pop. No. <laughs> so in the opening of this episode, we learn that Dai never got a chance to learn the air slash, leaving his Avon style of fighting incomplete. As a result, he can't pull off a full power Avon strash. Yeah, and even Hyunkle admits that he never learned it either. We also learn that Yunkle is a warrior class character who can't use spells. I do love how they keep using these Dragon Quest three style classes from time to time. It's awesome. Me too. Yunkle reveals that his dark armor blade, a sword, can convert into armor that completely covers his body and blocks all spells. I've always really liked the design for this armor. Very dark and foreboding looking. The segmented sword is really cool, too. It reminds me of the sword Poison Ivy uses in Soul Calibur. It also reminds me of that. Hmm, Ivy. <laughs> anyway, an important reveal here is that Hyunko believes Avan killed his father. Flashback time. Yep. We find out that Hyunko was found as a baby by the Hell Knight, Bartos, and raised with the Dark Army. An interesting side note here is that in the original anime, the flashback is fleshed out more. It shows more violence, yeah. and boss trolls show up instead of the Cyclops that appear in the new anime. They always pick different monsters for both shows. It's great. Yeah. And in the original, we also see that one of the monsters moves to kill baby Hyunkle before Bartos saves him. It's kind of weird that a monster underneath the Dark Army's influence would care about a baby. But, I mean, he is a higher-ranking monster, I suppose. Perhaps he has more free will because of that. Or maybe he's just a monster with a heart of gold like Gomichan. I think he's a heart of gold type with his own knightly code of honor, mm. despite his unscrupulous and evil boss. Anyway, after Bartos gets killed in the past, Avon takes in Hyunkle to raise and train him. Though with the secret motivation to one day kill him for revenge for the death of Bartos. After an eventual failed attempt to kill Avon, Hyunkle is finally taken in by Mistfern. So this is his third father figure to take him in and attempt to raise him. You could really rename this episode Three Fathers and a Hyunkle. Oh, Lordy. Miss Vern is quite a mysterious character. What, what's he really up to? Anyway, Mom attempts to use a dazzle bullet to confuse Hyunkle's senses so that she can make a sneak attack. It doesn't work, though, and as he uses his inner eye to sense her coming... So I love the use of Dragon Quest's uh, Dazzle here, but I think it's kind of BS how he immediately defeats it. It, perplex it perplexes Hyunkle a little bit longer in the original anime, which I think is a little bit better, but still I was kind of disappointed that he's like, oh, I just used my inner eye. Bam, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, the original version is a smidge better. Then, to prevent Dai from using the power of his dragon crest, Hyunkle breaks out his dark puppetry aura hand, that suspends die in the air. Hyunkle knew the crest would be a threat because Popped kept yelling about it right in front of him. <laughs> I got this thing I'm going to do. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then we get to the biggest reveal of the episode. As Hyunkle is about to finish Dai, Crocodine swoops in with his Garuda to get in between Dai and Hyunkle. This is where I think the new anime actually does a better job with the reveal of Crocodine. In the original, he just appears out of nowhere. In the new anime, they show a flash of the Garuda 
showing that he comes in dropped off by his monster pal. The original has Crocodile pop the Garuda out of a magical cylinder later for what comes next. That's right. And the Garuda, it really does just flash on the screen. It's a blink and you'll miss it thing. I'd be interested in mm-hmm. seeing how the manga does it. But yeah, it, I think both versions have their merits and neither one's quite perfect. But anyway, Crocodile uses the Garuda to carry off Dai and pop to safety, leaving Mom behind. She's unconscious, but he promises to look after her, and she's in no severe danger anyway, because Crocodile knows that Hyunkle has a knightly code of honor and won't hurt a woman. Nope. Uh, once Hyunkle dispatches uh, Crocodile, Hyunkle's little helper Morg shows up. What I really like about this scene was that they had these little mummy monsters in the background picking up the bones of the defeated skeletons. It was a fun little detail. I liked yeah. it a lot. Uh, I also thought how Crocodile is defeated is more dramatic in the original anime and how he gets nailed to a wall that crumbles from the force of him getting hit as he's run through with Hyunkle's sword. Yeah, that was more dramatic and disturbing for sure. But there's no time for that when you have to do everything in fast forward. <laughs> anyway, the episode ends with a mysterious old man finding Dai and Pop after the Groot has carried them away. He even knows Dai's name. I wonder why. I guess we'll find out soon. Next, we have episode 12, The Collaborative Zapple. What a title. Dai and Pop train together to figure out a way to take down Hyunkle. In this episode, we find out that the mysterious old man is named Badak and that he works for Princess Leona. Yeah, we, we learned that Badak was separated from the main Pabnikan army, but that he also knows that the three most powerful sages from the country are there with Leona, so she must surely be okay. Woohoo! More Dragon Quest classes! Right on. We also find out that Dai had trouble activating his dragon crest against Hyunkle because he felt sympathy for Hyunkle's story, mm-hmm. especially because they were both raised by monsters. Yeah, Dai knew that he might feel the same way if someone had killed his grandpa Brass at some point. And wouldn't we all? Mm. Then Hadlar shows up to check out everything, and he asks about Crocodine. He's, it seems that Hadlar doesn't fully trust Hyunkle, uh, especially because Flazard had already brought up some concerns. Interestingly, during this discussion, Hyunkle hides the fact that he has captured Crocodile. Yeah, Hyunkle had said before he really respected Crocodile, and I think he's still curious about his recent motivations. Really surprised him. He doesn't want to give him up quite yet. Also, Hyunkle has little respect for Hadlar. He partially blames the Dark Lord for his father's death because Hadlar lost to Aban. And we also get this nice little scene with uh, King Vern and Hadlar explaining why King Vern likes Hyunkle so much. It's kind of like a flashback. But they haven't shown King Vern yet. And sadly, they never will in the old anime. In the new one, obviously they will because they're showing the whole story. But they never get that far in the old anime. Oh, yeah. I bet he's really handsome, though. Anyway, (laughs) Pop shows some character growth in this episode once again. He's determined to rescue his friends and even puts in some extra work into his training, something he would not have done earlier in the series. Though part of it is his crush on Mam, and the original anime even has a scene where Dai teases him about it a little. Uh, I also like how in Dai and Pop's quest to get Zapple to work, as it is in the games, only a main hero can learn it. So only Dai is the one capable of learning Zapple. Oh yeah, that's a nice touch. Then back with Hyunkle, Zabuera tries to start scheming with Hyunkle, but Hyunkle shuts it right down. He knows better when it comes to this little sneak. <laughs> For real, and it's nice to see Zabuera get what's coming to him every now and then. Yeah. There's also a great scene with Gome-chan and Mom. Little Gome had hidden in her clothes. He stowed away with her. So he comes out. She's really relieved to see him, and she kisses him. Then he gets flustered, which is cute. 
that bit is new to the anime. Though, we admit, some of the nice slapstick Gomechan comedy is omitted from the original show. All in all, these two episodes cover episodes 21 to 24 of the old anime. Now, probably one of my least favorite parts of the series is being set up where Ma'am and Gomechan happen to come upon a chest, treasure chest, as they find their way out of the prison area. I'll go into detail about this next time. Though, in this scene, I do really appreciate the Cannabox joke, though, where Gomechan gets all scared at the, the possibility of it being a Cannabox that Ma'am suggests. Cannaboxes are scary stuff. But what is in the chest exactly? A puff puff? Mm-hmm. And did Dai's Zapple spell that hit Hyunkel actually damage him? We won't know until the next episode. Pafu Pafu. Another great episode. Before we wrap up today, we've got some interesting news in the world of Dai. Indeed. A big piece of news is that the current anime will end with episode 100. That's right. The series director, Kazuya Karasawa, recently confirmed it with some comments he made, along with the voice actors for Dai, Atsumi Tanizaki, Pops voice actor, Toshiyuki Toyonaga. Where are they now with the show? So they just aired episode 87 this past weekend. It looks like we've got quite a ways to go with our reviews. We sure do. And another interesting bit of news involves an exhibition opening soon in Japan. Yes, I hear it will run from August 11th through 28th in Ikebukuro. Do you think there will be any merchandise there? Oh, it's Dragon Quest, so there there will be for sure. Uh, if you go to the website, you'll see what they have to offer at the exhibition. They're going to have this nice little like cloth map of the dye world, of the Ooh. map that they show all the time. Uh, they're going to have some great plushies of the characters. There's like these little mini pillows with the characters kind of painted on, and they're kind of like a chibi, uh, cute style uh, art. There's going to gotcha. be keychains. There's going to be postcards with select manga panels, a tapestry, and even a Book of Avon cell phone cover, which I'm told basically looks like a fancy Among Us cell phone cover since the symbols are kind of similar in appearance. So maybe a little sus on that one. I don't know. Maybe so. Will the event just cover the Dai manga? No, from what I can see, it will cover the manga and the anime, though it looks like it will just cover the new anime. Uh, there will be fun artwork, artworks and exhibits for both. I also saw that a limited number of people will uh, receive stickers from the Dai mobile game and a special card for the Dai arca- arcade game. That's a lot of cross-promotion going on. Well, Very yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, so the event sounds like fun. I hope all the Dai fans over there in Japan will enjoy it and send us some free merch. Yes. Yeah, but you know, I'm I'm not happy to hear about the show ending. I just hope that they're able to maintain the the same pace they have so far and not accelerate it any further, because I think that would hurt the show. Oh, I agree. Uh, I do know that it is going to cover the entire story of the manga, and I'm caught up with it. And I think and I don't know the ending, but uh, I, I know someone that does know the ending that's read the entire manga has said that uh, the manga actually kind of ends abruptly a little bit in terms of like what happens afterwards. So he's hoping that the anime actually kind of animates more of it and kind of stretches it out a little bit, has a little bit more depth to the ending. So maybe, maybe they will, we'll see. Cause sometimes they do that with the, with the anime, they'll, they'll animate some things that they were just a couple panels in the manga. So that'd be fun if they did. Yeah, that'd be nice. You know, back in the day, there was another fi- fantasy anime, magic Knight rare earth, Mm. And I remember I was really enjoying that show. But then in the show, the conclusion was super abrupt. And I was just like, mm-hmm. hey, where's the resolution? You show him struggling all this time. and You're not going to give us a moment of the characters being happy afterwards. You know, don't do that with die. That's my request. I agree. And with that, 
That's all for this episode of Slime Time Tactfully Die. If you want to prepare for the next episode, be sure to watch episodes 13 and 14 of the Adventure of Die anime on Crunchyroll. We don't use Patreon. If you do have any money that is completely strashing in your wallet, pouch, bottomless bag, treasure chest, pot, barrel, safe, or even searchable wall sack, and you would like to donate anything to a website that's been supporting Dragon Quest fans for over 20 years, stop by the Dragon's Den at www.woodis.com den and click on support this site. Woodis has owned and maintained the Dragon's Den Dragon Quest fan site for decades. He personally edits every YouTube version of our podcast, and he fully appreciates any donations to help keep the servers running. The Dragon's Den website also features an Amazon affiliate link. If you click the link and then make a purchase, a small fraction of the sale will go to support the den. It doesn't cost you anything, and it makes Pendy blush every time the sale comes in. Ooh. We even have a Slime Time t-shirt for sale. We'll have the link in the show notes. A Slime Time t-shirt you can buy? That's crazy talk. Send me 12. Sold. As part of the Slime Time Extended Universe, or Stew, you can direct comments or questions for the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at DQ Slime Time. And you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Twitch. Come watch me play a variety of games every Saturday night, kids. Getting back to Dragon Quest, consider joining in tons of Dragon Quest discussions at the Dragon's Den forums, our super long-running forum. Find it at the Dragon's Den main page at woodis.com slash forums. You can also find us and other, other rabid Dairy Queen fans, I mean Dragon Quest fans, through the Dragon Questers and Dragon Quest Tact Global Facebook groups. We'd love to see you there. Well, now I just want some ice cream. You can also come hang out with us and tons of other hardcore Dragon Quest fans on the officially unofficial Dragon's Den Discord server. We'd like to thank everyone that made this possible, including Pendy, Woodus, the Dragon's Den, and the Triple X movie series. Vin Diesel and Ice Cube, you're our real inspiration. Indeed. And a special thanks to Flatty for helping me out with our rotating podcast logo. Please like, subscribe, and write a review for the podcast. For more Dragon Quest Slime Time, check out our library of episodes on Dragon's Den, Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Audible, YouTube, and more. Catch you later, everybody. Don't hate. Appreciate. For real this go-around, time to zoom on out of here. <laughs>